You've tuned in to Reminisce with Ryan Reed. We're talking everything education, health, and wealth. Today we have with us Ms. Keela Foster, and we're going to talk about the topic of overcoming doubt. Um, Keela is here with us, and she has an opportunity that she's going to be speaking at Harvard University, and she's just going to share a little bit about uh, doubt and how that impacts us in our process of excelling and reaching our dreams. Keela, can you introduce yourself? Hi, I am Keela Foster, a career K-12 educator, um, criminal justice reformer, and a lover of all things natural and African. Welcome. So you shared that you're going to be speaking at Harvard University, and um, sometimes you're a little hesitant about sharing the things that are positive in your life because you're afraid of self-doubt. Can you tell us about that? So in my experience in life, when you are sharing the positives and the good things that are going on with you, your circle becomes smaller and smaller as to those who would genuinely like to listen. People hear you, but are they really listening to what you're saying and giving you positive feedback back? And sometimes we have to reimagine and reconstruct how do we want, how do we accept that feedback? Because we can only control our reactions. We can't control anybody else's reactions. And so what I've realized is if we let people pour self-doubt into us, one day that seed that they keep pouring water onto of self-doubt, it's going to it's going to have the faith like mustard seed and just grow. But if we don't let their water pour into us, that seed will not grow. And so if we don't let that seed grow in us, then we can be able to radicalize and strategize how we can push through the self-doubt. Because everybody is made to be great. Everybody is made to be on that mountaintop. You're going to have to walk through a valley. You're going to have to walk through the river to be able to get there. But everybody's made to get to that mountaintop. Mm -hmm. And your words and your actions need to be consistent with how you are strategizing and planning your goals so that people see your consistency and they know that once you have reached your goals and you're serious about your goals, they know that you have been able to contextualize and figure out how you need to go from just this good to great. Right. That's that's an important topic because uh, that brings up the point of advocacy. And your life is an example of how you're advocating for positive change in the community and in the world. And the thing about advocacy is sometimes you're advocating for people who don't know where they're going and don't know what they need in order to um, succeed. So, um, you know, I think about Harriet Tubman and, and what she had to go through with getting the slaves free. She actually carried a gun with her because 
at any point, somebody in the line could get scared and run off, and then, you know, they run the risk of getting their cover um, shown. Right, and let's just remember what the famous quote that Harriet said, uh, Miss Tubman said, that we think she said. She saved 100,000 slaves, but she could have saved more if only the rest knew that she was free. And so that is free in the sense of your mind being free. Mm -hmm. You are not chained to somebody else's thoughts and ideologies about you. Okay, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, she definitely, definitely lived that. That was mm-hmm. the example from her life that we showed that um, you have to push through even if everybody around you doesn't see it, doesn't see the vision. It's a vision that was given to you by the creator, and you have to live it out regardless of you know, what negative you face. Mm-hmm. I agree. So how do you um, interact with people who put that self-doubt into you? Because I think that's a challenge for me, too. You know, um, I just really just shut down and stop talking to you altogether. So, again, the only you can only control your reaction to people. You can't control everybody else's actions. But what I have found helps as I get older in life is when the signs of the self-doubters appear, you know, I, I think, you know, we were at that stage where we said, well, what's going on in their life? Let's, let's evaluate. We're not, I'm not a counselor or psychologist. I don't have that kind of time anymore. And so what I would say is I always ask people to repeat what they're saying to me so I can be able to hear this clearly. And sometimes let people repeat what they're saying so that they can be able to understand and hear what they're saying themselves as Mm -hmm. to is what I'm asking, is this legit? And then it's like the famous quote goes, and I don't know all the different parts, but big minds think of ideas. And so if what I'm saying out of my mouth is not an idea, if what their response back to me is not an idea, we don't have a big mind. We're all moving toward big minds. We're not talking about people. We're not just talking about things. We're talking about ideas at this point in time in life. Because in order to ensure educational quality for all, we have to have an idea of how to do it. In order to ensure that brown skin and black people who are dreamers are able to acquire the American dream. We have to have an idea of how to do that in order to figure out legally why are, why are prisoners counted into the census, but yet they can't vote when they're released. We have to figure out an idea how to move past that. And so we have to think of ideas. And so I always hit people back with ideas now. I do that with my students, and I do that with grown folks who are on the line. Mm, that is extremely uh, powerful because it has a, a community feel to it that you want to see the community grow and you allow them the time to process because that's an important thing that everybody uh, might not process at the same time. So giving them the opportunity to repeat themselves and hear themselves um, can really make positive changes in other people's lives. So thank you uh, for taking 
that time to do that. But at the same time, there's some times when, like you said, if you allow people to put the seed in you, it hurts when it's growing because it it doesn't mesh with your spirit and um, what you're doing in life. So it might slow you down because you're sitting there trying to help someone who is is close. They're close to seeing that um, growth in you for um, a variety of reasons. So how do you re-energize yourself after you engage in that dialogue? I'm naturally an introvert, extrovert, and so that kind of dialogue drains me, and so I have to kind of tune that voice, that person out for a while. Um, And so in doing that, we're in the age of text messaging, and I don't like to text all the time, but I I have to devote that person to just a texting relationship, or I have to start journaling and thinking of ideas, and so... When we do talk the next time, what have you been up to? What's up? What's going on? Just here in the den thinking of ideas. In the man cave, what are you doing? In the woman cave, what are you doing? Thinking of ideas. And you kind of throw that back on that person because that enables, we've all been in that period where we have, that's how we have approached people. And I've seen that people help me grow, grow and develop they don't react to what I t- what I have told them or asked them. They have reacted back with, well, what's the idea? And so I challenge myself to do that, and I challenge people to do that. We should always be writing and thinking of some type of idea, whether it's a business plan, whether it's uh, entrepreneurship goals and ideas, whether you want to write something, do you want to blog? There's some type of idea. Um, if you're looking for a new relationship, how am I going to change what went wrong in the last relationship in order to attract the right person this time? Once I attract the right person, how am I going to keep that right person? And so writing and jotting down ideas. And if we're not the best writer, I sign up. I still take writing classes. I shoot my writing to people who I know are writers you have to expand. You have to expand your circle, and once you once you think about that expansion of circle, you don't worry about that. Mm. That's that's um, powerful about just keep going and the importance of taking time to separate yourself from that person um, in the way that you're communicating. Um, something that I do, they have this um, picture on social media that says "closed for spiritual maintenance." So when I feel like I'm getting uh, too overwhelmed with negativity um, or I need just time to focus on my big ideas, I put that picture up on my social media. I don't necessarily close it, but I put that picture up that says close for spiritual maintenance. Mm -hmm. And that's a sign for other people as an example to show like it's it's okay to take a break. It's okay to have that time of reflection And it's also a sign for me to say, okay, at this time, you really need to just step away from um, everything and just focus on on self and take some time and talk with God about what is going on in your life and how you can um, establish positive um, environments so you can thrive and you can grow. 
because when we grow, we also impact the other people around us when we're stronger. But when we're weak emotionally, um, all that negative self-doubt will stop us from moving. And that's not good for anybody, not good for us or not good um, for the community. Correct. You have to close yourself off. You have to close out noise in order to think. Mm -hmm. And that is a hard lesson, hard pill for a lot of people to swallow and understand. Mm -hmm. And I also think it's a journey. It's not something that's going to be perfect every single time for you. But you have to determine and find out what is that thing for you that's going to allow you to have the reflection time. Um, Some people might like yoga. Some people might um, pray. Some people might take a a sick day. Um, Because mental health is is just as important as physical health. Mm -hmm. And I think our society overall is coming to understand that um, more and more that mental health is important. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so another thing that young people and, and middle-aged people and older people have to sit back and reflect and start doing is picking up new hobbies and developing a balance in the left brain and the right brain as you get older because that helps you to be able to balance in life and it helps you to be able to channel your your emotions and channel how you deal with these different stresses in life because they're going to hit you but like people always tell you it's how you react to these stressors it's how you it's all in how you react because the bible says Two people can argue, but nobody knows who the fool is from far away. Mm. So, um, Proverbs is deep. You always want to keep in tune with your emotions and channeling them. And it goes back to your ideas. So you, if you pick up yoga and meditation, how can we get a group of people together to take part in yoga and meditation? If I pick up sewing, I recently took a sewing class by a African-American entrepreneur in Hyattsville. And I mean, it just, it was excellent. Opened up lots of doors. Now, how can I source materials from Ghana to learn how to sew in order to be able to sell? It just opens up your mind to lots of things and you have so much to do that there's no way that you can even channel how to react to people. It gets hard after a while. It gets hard to to react to talking about people when we we got so many minds and ideas. And, and so I just implore everybody to do that. Mm-hmm. So the way in which you expand your mind is actually physically going to these other settings. Correct. That you're not always used to going to. So you can expand your mind and also make a larger impact on the community. You talked about, you know, international thinking, not you, us living here in America in in uh, Maryland. Uh, you're talking about going overseas and bridging the gaps from communities. So that's, that's pretty, um, that's a worldwide big think right there. So that's amazing. 
So thank you all for listening to Reminisce. Thank you, um, Miss Keela Foster, for coming today and just uh, talking a little bit about um, overcoming negative self-doubt. And really the big picture here is um, you have to get out of your comfort zone and see other things, meet new people to expand your mind and also be an example for those people who have that negative self-doubt too. So thank you for listening. Thank you for having me.